One of the most frightful and at the same time hopeful things in our lives is the future. And when I say future, that includes everything that is counted as future, from what you'll be doing in five years to what you'll be doing in five minutes after listening to this podcast. Presently here at Chapel Hill, many, if not all of us, are constantly thinking about and planning for the future, ranging from the people that we're going to see later today and the exams we have next week to what we're going to be doing next summer and what we're going to be doing with our life once we graduate. College definitely is the place to think about, stress over, and or get excited about your future, but thinking about your future is absolutely not limited to college. I know many of you listening or thinking about deadlines that you have to prepare for and hit, whether that is for work-related things or maybe even family-related things like planning for Thanksgiving and getting the house and the traveling plans all ready for that. The reality is we stress over this question, what should I do with my future all the time? And that question comes up in different forms. We ask, what should I do with my afternoon? What should I do for Thanksgiving? What should I do with my summer? What should I do with my life? We ask future-related questions all the time the time. And although those questions are not inherently bad, in fact, they're good. It's good to think about your future. They can reach a point, though, where they control so much of our thoughts, so much of our life that they can become that way. They can become bad because one, we may lose and waste the present moment. And two, because we may try to take control of our future ourselves, taking that responsibility away from God and placing it on us. Now, all of that, that leads me to today. Today, I want to talk about a different question, one other than what should I do with my future, one that helps us to keep our focus on Christ while also surrendering control of the future to him. Let's talk about it. One, two, three, four. Welcome to the X plus one podcast, where we meet you where you are with Jesus Christ and seek to take you one step closer to him. I'm your host, Luke Metzler, and I want to propose to you today a question that I've been asking myself, or rather, I guess, asking God in prayer this past week or so, maybe past two weeks. I've even gone as far as writing this question on the whiteboard that I have in my room and in massive lettering in order to just help keep my focus in the right place throughout the day. And what is that question you might be asking, what am I constantly asking myself and what do I want to ask you today? What is that question? Well, that question is, what does faithfulness look like today? What does faithfulness look like today? That's a question that is so straightforward, so simple, so important, and yet I think we don't ask it enough. Now, let me explain. Now, see, I've thought as to why we, we don't ask ourselves this question, what does faithfulness look like today? Why we don't ask that enough? And I genuinely think it's because we get so caught up in what's next. We get caught up in tomorrow, 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 that we completely overlook and forget what the goal and the mission of the Christian is today. And what is that goal? What is that mission? That goal, that mission is to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our might, and to go, therefore, and to make disciples of all nations. Our goal and our mission every day is to be faithful, to be faithful to the Lord and his will for us. That's our mission every day. It hasn't changed. And when you wake up tomorrow, it'll be the same. But, but unfortunately for me, and maybe you would even say the same for yourself, it's so easy, so easy to be led away from this mission because of our fretting over the future. 
For example, I can say, for me, there have been so many times that I haven't been fully engaged in conversations with people because I'm thinking about what's next. I'm thinking about the, the work that needs to get done later that day or the internship that needs to be applied for, or the phone call that I have in a few minutes and not the person right in front of me. Or more distinctly put, I would say for me recently, I've really struggled at times to be faithful and present here at UNC because I'm so wrapped up in where I'll be this summer and what I'll be doing. Like I currently have no idea where I'll be or what I'll be doing, and yet I feel like I'm supposed to. I feel like I'm supposed to because, I mean, that's the talk of the town at UNC. The talk is essentially what's next. What's next? What classes are you taking next semester? Where are you going to be next summer? What are you going to be doing next summer? Next, 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 tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. We talk about the future all the time, and it's hard not to get caught up in it, especially when it feels like everyone else has their future figured out but you. But, 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 here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned in that and what I want to pass on to you and kind of focus on today. I've learned that God operates on a need-to-know basis. And if you don't know, well, then you must not need to. In other words, regarding your future, if there's something that you believe you need to know now, something that will free you up in the present moment, that will relieve stress and give the clarity that you believe you need to move forward. If you believe you need that and yet you don't have it, God hasn't given that to you yet, well, then you actually must not need it. You must not need it. God never leaves his people in the woodworks. Matthew 6 says he feeds the birds and clothes the grass of the field. And if God does that for the birds and for the grass, how much more do you think he will supply all your needs? God will give you what you need when you need it. And that includes the answer to the question, what should I do with my future? Which, frankly, I'm not so certain God gets as caught up in as we do. And why do I say that? Well, that's because God cares more, far more, about today than he does tomorrow. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And I love that verse. The Greek word for anxious that is used in, in Matthew six thirty four can also be translated to take thought. That's why other translations like the King James Version say, take therefore no thought for the morrow. In other words, in not so Shakespearean language, Jesus is encouraging us in Matthew 6, 34 to not think about tomorrow. To not think about tomorrow. Now that's not to say tomorrow doesn't matter and that we should just completely ignore responsibilities or deadlines or events later in the week. But, but what that does mean is that these words of Jesus' should serve as a priority setter for us. They should serve to remind us that today is much, much more valuable than tomorrow. And that brings us back to the question, what does faithfulness look like today? See, I've started asking this question to the Lord because it's truly what matters most. It really is. It gets me off of the future and its unknowns and it captivates my attention in the present. I mean, above all, we want to be faithful to the will of God, right? We want to be faithful to him. We want to be faithful to what is right in front of us. And so when we ask that question, what does faithfulness look like today? And we live our lives with alert eyes for God to reveal to us what that looks like. We no longer look to what's next and miss out on what God has right in front of our faces. Think about that. 
How much have you missed out on because you're focused on what's next? How many conversations have you cut short? How many people have you overlooked? How many opportunities? How many opportunities have you missed out on to be a witness for Christ because you're focused on the future? I'm certain, I'm really certain, if you gave some time to reflect and to think about those questions, you'd realize that you miss out on a lot more than you thought you did contemplating and focusing on your future. I remember I I sat in a church meeting this summer where one of my good friends shared that no interaction is a coincidence. And it challenged me because I certainly was not living with that mindset. He said that every interaction you have, whether it's with a stranger, a waiter, a cashier, a classmate, every interaction is not a coincidence. And I wonder, how many of those interactions in class, how many of those interactions at a restaurant, at the grocery store, walking down the street, I wonder how many of those interactions we miss out on the opportunity to be greatly used by God because we're so focused on the future and what's next. What does faithfulness look like today? What does faithfulness look like this afternoon? What does faithfulness to God look like this evening? What does it look like this hour? These questions, they're short prayers that include God in the little things of your life, and they also keep your focus centered on Him. If you notice, these questions are still considering the future. They're thinking about the future, and they're surrendering it to the Lord as well. Like I said earlier, thinking about the future is not a bad thing. It's not. Asking the question, what should I do with my future, is not a bad question to ask. I'm just not certain it's the best question to ask. And that's because, like I've been saying, the Lord will reveal his perfect plan for your future according to his perfect timing, not yours. So if you don't know something that you think you need to know, you must not actually need to know it right now. And if you don't have something that you think you need, again, you must not need it right now. So to the person, to the person listening who's fretting over their future, maybe you're thinking about where to go to college or what to do this summer or what to begin a career in, or maybe you're wondering what's next for your kids or what's going to happen with X thing at your job, whatever future circumstance that you may be consumed with, might I encourage you to start asking a different question? Might I encourage you to start asking, what does faithfulness look like today? I remember a while back, my friend shared a quote with me from D.L. Moody who said, the world has yet to see what God can do with a man fully consecrated to him. Now, I love that quote. I think it's great. And I also think it's applicable to our topic today. I think we could rephrase it as the world has yet to see what God can do with a man fully faithful to him, to his plan, and to his will. I want to be faithful with my future, and I'm sure you do too. And being faithful with what God has in store then starts with being faithful with what God has for you now. It starts with being faithful with today. What does faithfulness look like today? I encourage you to pray that all throughout this week and to be ready for how God chooses to answer it. You may find that you end up having conversations with people that you didn't expect to have, to be in places and to be used in ways that you didn't expect to be used by the Lord, or... Or, at the very least, at the very least, you may find that your mind was not so focused on the future. It wasn't focused on what hasn't happened yet. Rather, it's more focused on the present. And that's a good thing. 
God can't meet you and use you in tomorrow because tomorrow hasn't happened yet. But he can certainly meet you and use you today. And that's what I want. I don't know about you, but that's what I want. I want God to meet me where I am today, and I would love for him to use me to further his name and to bring him glory today. That's what it's all about, being faithful to him, his will, and his plan for our lives. Thinking about the future again, it's not a bad thing, but I've had so many interactions with people the past few weeks where we're just so, we're all, including myself, we're all caught up in what's next. What's next, what's next, what's next? And we miss out on the here and now. We miss out and we forget the importance of being faithful to today. He that is faithful in a very little is faithful in much. Let's be faithful with today. I love you all. God bless.